0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.
1: In the Mississippi Legislature, House Bill 728 funds health care for illegal immigrants. Call your legislator today at 601-359-3770. Ask them to stop House Bill 728. It's not too late. You can help stop this. Paid for by Building America's Future.
2: In a Mississippi Minute. That's right. Hey, hey, welcome to In a Mississippi Minute. I'm Steve Azar. Glad to be with you guys as always. And preaching the good word of Mississippi is what I do. Go to visitmississippi.org to find out your next getaway. Okay, if you're feeling anxiety, like sometimes I, I do, actually maybe it's often, then we've got the cure for you today. Stand with me my guest wow today is Chief energy officer of synergy brain fitness i said that a company providing brain-based health and performance programs to individuals and organizations a founding partner with the brain health initiative and one knowledgeable instructor at harvard extension she's a new york times best-selling author who has written seven books count it i've had seven hole-in-ones that ain't nearly as big as seven <laughs> books, including The Sharp Solution, Stressaholic, can't wait to talk about that, Recharge, and What's So Funny About Stress. Looking forward to getting to know better, probing into the mind of today's guests in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio, one beautiful doctor, can't wait, Heidi Hanna. What's up, Doc? Hey, I have not made a hole-in-one, nor have I even seen a hole-in-one
3: yet, so... I think that's
2: amazing. (laughs) Well, there was a stretch when I was practicing so much that, you know, it just sort of worked out. But it's been a long time. Speaking of, I made all of those hole-in-ones. You can probably go and analyze what's wrong with my brain right now. I made all those with ping clubs. And there are no ping clubs in my bag now. And it's probably the last (laughs) 10 years, and I've had no hole-in-ones in 10 years. So there you go.
3: Well, I just bought a king golf bag, a new bag for my new club. so maybe that's uh maybe that will start something. I don't know. We'll have to see what
2: happens. I'm going to make my next hole-in-one at the Dancing Rabbit here in Mississippi and Philadelphia. That's my goal after talking to you. Okay, so let me let's right. dig into this. I'm excited Gwen met you first. Yeah, at the luncheon at yeah. Grant Fuhr's event. I was out hitting golf balls that morning actually next to Mark Rippin, my my old friend, a great right. quarterback. Uh, Super Bowl winning, how many times? Twice. MVP. Yep. It's been a long time since I've seen him, and uh, every time I, I want to climb aboard because he's so tall and big. You know, <laughs> I just want to climb him and hug <laughs> on him. But
3: yeah, you and you and me both.
2: I'll let you do that kind of climbing. How'd you guys meet?
3: Well, so my dad and Mark were golf buddies, and we laugh about that now because uh, I've kind of taken taken his golf buddy away. But um, we actually met five years ago because I have been doing so much work in the mental health space and with brain health and concussion syndrome, and he's going through a really difficult time with some depression um, and a bunch of other things with him and his partner at the time. And so I actually just befriended Mark and told him a little bit about my journey personally and professionally, and I was able to actually get him set up with a colleague of mine, Dr. Daniel Amen, to do some brain scans. He's been doing a lot of studies on NFL players, so it was really interesting um, to, to talk with Mark and at the time, you know, his partner and they were working through some things. And so we were talking about that. And what was amazing to me is I got his brain scans back and they're really good. And I'm like, well, shoot, his brain's better than my brain. So, you know, maybe there's some other things going on. So we were really just friends for the last five years. And then um, earlier this year, I was actually going back to see my dad and was getting ready to do a show about brain health. And I knew Mark had been such a big advocate for mental health and concussions and, you know, military and PTSD, and I just wanted to have him involved. So we sat down and had coffee and suddenly realized that we were both available, and so we've been spending a lot of time together. It's been really great. He's one of my favorite people.
2: Oh, he's such a great guy. All right, so let's go back and dig a little bit into your past. You played softball at Penn State. You were an academic All-American, so you grew up an athlete. Um, and I imagine it was fast pitch, correct?
3: It was, it was, yeah.
2: What position? I always
3: say I was, a relu- I was a reluctant athlete. I actually wanted to be uh, in musical theater, and ah. I was a singer, and that's really where my heart was, but for my parents, especially my dad, it sports what he knew that he wanted to do, so I ended up being a pitcher, and it, my dad played fast pitch, and so he just had me around the field, and then, you know, I learned from a bunch of old Old guy has had to throw a fast pitch before it's huh. really as recognized as it is now. I mean, now softball's on TV, but back in the day
2: it was. So strong. you were a pitcher? Heidi? Not as interesting.
3: I was a pitcher. I was a pitcher,
2: yeah. Slinging it from the hip. I love it. Okay, so I always, and my, my listeners know this, and they know what's coming, but I always compare and, and give credit to each. Music for me and sports played an equal part in my journey. To having success, I was able to understand losing and not winning all the time, and what it felt like when you went all the way, and then most 90% of the time, 95% of the time, what it felt like not to, and to, you know, to fall short, and it just helped me survive the roller coaster ride of the music business until I had success. And if I didn't have sports, there's no way I would have I wouldn't have been able to handle it. I'd have been hiding in a closet with my thumb in my mouth. I swear. I mean, like. What
3: sports? What sports did you play? I
2: played everything growing up, but then I wow. then I then I narrowed it down to uh, baseball. I was a catcher growing up, and I, I tennis started to make its way into my being, and then uh, so it ended up being tennis and basketball were my my first two loves. But played when you're when you grow up down here in the Delta small Catholic school, you got to play everything as long as you can get away with it. And then I started shrinking and got hit really hard in Rosedale, Mississippi one time and I said, I'm done with football. But, but we're going to talk about a lot of that right now. So you grow up and you're loving music and, you know, and, and sports and you go there. Just in this segment, while we've got a little time left, take me back to growing up and what it was like as a kid. And then when did, w- w- was being a doctor... Like my oldest, my, excuse me, my, my, our second, well, my brother, my second to the oldest brother, Freddie has been the chief of staff at Campbell's Clinic uh, for many years. When he was a little boy, he wanted to be a doctor like I wanted to be a songwriter and an artist. Mm-hmm. There was no doubt. Nothing was going to deter him. There was no way. Were you that way?
3: No, I was gonna be I was gonna be a singer or a sports broadcaster. I was gonna be on TV. I was practicing signing my autograph for when I was famous. I didn't know what I was gonna be, but never in a million years did I think I would be in school for the rest of my life. (laughs) Um, And and a lot of that is actually because of my personal journey. I grew up in Portland, Oregon, and so um, for me, I loved music. Sports were what I loved about sports was the teamwork. And I love being part of something. And I and I definitely love to compete, but I don't like competing against other people because I don't like anyone to lose. So I kind of like competing against myself more, which is why I actually love golf and I love to run, even though I'm really slow. Um, But I just love having a goal to go for. And so I ended up getting a full-ride scholarship to play at Penn State. So I went, you know, cross-country to go to school, really to kind of get away from my dad, who was my coach growing up and really pushed me a lot, kind of wanted to do my own thing. And it was, it was pretty hard. So I really struggled to figure out what I wanted to do because I hated softball from the time that I was 12. I tried to quit every year. My dad kept making me play. And the mm-hmm. thing that I think is interesting about that, to your point, Steve, is that even though I hated softball, I didn't like the game, I didn't like the pressure, when it really came down to it, I wanted the ball. So I remember being in a national championship. We lost the first game. We came up to lose this bracket. We had six games in a day, and I pitched everyone exhausted because I knew I could get the job done. And wow. I think that was a huge lesson for me for the rest of my life.
2: Wow, we're talking to Dr. Heidi Hanna. I love that. Uh, you're, you know, you look back at your dad pushing you. Uh, as parents, you got to push. You know, when you get on the other side mm-hmm. of it, how hard do you push? Uh, when do you know to back off? Uh, old school dads and moms like ours, They, my mom used to go, are you done complaining and griping? Get back in. Right. <laughs> you know, you right. know, I don't know if we're yeah. built that way. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, and which brings me to the topic of anxiety, especially now with our youth. Uh, I'm seeing it more. Maybe we had it, but our parents weren't paying as much attention to it. Maybe they were all mm-hmm. it was two jobs, and you know, but everybody working. Your mom, your dad, your they just weren't around to deal with it, or maybe they just were a little tougher than we were. We're going to go into a break, and I want to start digging into that. And also, I want to talk to you about when does someone like Mark or Jim McMahon, or a lot of our friends that we have gotten to know over the years, when did they admit that there is an issue? And mm-hmm. it, does that play a key? Do you have to admit it um, to start finding remedy? We're with Dr. Heidi Hanna. You're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. Visit Mississippi.org is the place that you're going to go to when we take a break. A lot of cool things right here. you got to trust me. I'm Steve Azar. We'll be right back. Hey, folks,
4: it's
2: Steve Azar my friends at Guarantee Bank are excited to introduce contactless debit cards. These contactless debit cards can make checking out quick and easy. The tap-and-go process is quicker than inserting a chip card and way faster than using cash. How do you get your new contactless card? Well, it'll automatically be mailed to you when your debit card expires, or you can contact your local branch. Go to GBTOnline.com to find out more. Guarantee Bank, member FDIC.
4: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. A slight chance of rain today, mostly sunny skies, high near 90 degrees. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 74. Your Saturday, a 30% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 91. And for your Sunday, mostly sunny conditions, a beautiful day, high near 92. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com.
5: The temperature is rising, and so are the savings during our sizzling summer sell-down at Mazda of Jackson. Our entire lineup of cars, SUVs, and crossovers are waiting for you with our hottest prices of the year. Right now, get 0.9% financing for 63 months on new 2021 Mazda CX-5s and CX-30s. This will save you thousands in finance charges, and Mazda of Jackson will give you your first year of maintenance for free. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson. Bad credit, no credit? It doesn't matter. Our credit specialists work hard to get you approved, no matter your past credit history. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Bring us your trade. We'll give you top dollar for it. So come save big while the deals are hot during the sizzling summer sell-down at Must of Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. Mustofjackson.com. See dealer for complete details with the models.
2: Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umphlett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive.
0: In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi.
2: I hope it's not too late. Give me the ball, coach. Actually give Dr. Heidi Hanna the ball and let her (laughs) sling it from the hip. Uh, I am excited to have her. She knows all about the brain uh, beyond. uh, In fact, she's she's probably analyzing me right now and realizing there's something very (laughs) deeply wrong with him. But uh, it's my show, so I can be a little bit sideways let's you're in here in the keep mississippi beautiful studio visit mississippi.org is your next destination all right doc let's talk about that let's talk about yeah. you you go through all these years of school and you study all this stuff you have mentors and i want to talk about people that have inspired you and mentored you but let's get to uh, what i alluded to going into the break when you meet mm-hmm. when you get to know mark and you know that he's going through what he's going through because of His chosen profession and all the hits to the head. Jim McMahon, you know, all the people that have so been documented. My friend, uh, my brother's old roommate at Notre Dame was Dave Durson, who took his own life. Uh, because of this. So do you have to admit that there's something wrong uh, in a situation like this? Or uh, in, for somebody like Mark, is he like going, heck yeah, help me.
3: Yeah. You know what? It's so different for everyone. And I think that is probably one of the most important things is that we like to lump everyone together, especially with things like concussion syndrome or like athletes, right? So we're hearing these stories about guys who, who get you know hit on the head a lot. And we focus on that brain trauma, but what's most fascinating to me is that a lot of people who end up making it big, sports and music and all sorts of things. There's other types of brain trauma that actually exist from emotional experiences, from childhood. In fact, the brain is most adaptable early in life. And so a lot of so a lot of the drive that we actually get comes from a type of brokenness that we get earlier in life. And it's not to blame our parents, but it's all sorts of factors that happen. So for me, going back to that, I actually started fainting when I was about 12 years old and we couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. And so I went to a lot of different doctors. It was misdiagnosed. Honestly, I didn't know until around the age of 40 what was actually going on. And for me, it was an anxiety induced called vasovagal syndrome. And the more I speak about it, the more I hear other people who've had this. So when you say like, did we have it as bad? I think it showed up in different ways. I know for me, it literally caused me to faint because I embodied the anxiety so much. But for a lot of other people, it showed up as like ADD symptoms. I mean, how many Mm -hmm. people are had ADD, ADHD, you know, attention issues, substance issues, violence issues. I mean, it just shows up in a lot of different ways. So if I fast forward that, first of all, that's why I became obsessed with studying the brain is because I had all this information, but I still felt hijacked by my own nervous system. Mm. And I think because of that, it allows me to look at this whole anxiety epidemic in a different way, and and really look at each individual. Because I guarantee, when I when I look at Mark Rippon's brain, it is so healthy, and even. His blood work. I mean, I've, I've really <laughs> analyzed this guy and he is one of the healthiest people I've ever met who had some trauma in his life. His son died when he was three years old. You know, that was a very traumatic experience for him spiritually, really shook him up. So there's a lot of other factors in addition to the, you know, the tackles. And, and as Mark will say, there's a lot of guys on the field that got it much worse than he did. And so you can even see by position, there's different influences. Um, But I guess the most important thing in this long-winded answer is that we have to look at the whole person and also take into account what their brain health was when they came into the sport and maybe how vulnerable they were to something like, Concussion
2: syndrome, and and that can affect different people in different ways. Right, right. We're talking to Dr. Heidi Hanna. Ha, has the NFL have they reached out? Have you worked with them directly? Oh, are they, you fighting
4: them?
3: Well. <laughs> <laughs> Yes and no. So, yes, I actually had the opportunity to speak for the NFL a few years ago, which was one of the highlights of my career. And they came to me to speak at their annual meeting for what they call the Playmakers Program. So it's the coaches and their wives and their families as the staff are in their meetings they like to do things for the rest of the family that's there which is really cool so it was me and reese Witherspoon was the other speaker which is just like blew my mind um so i had a chance to, to speak with them and work with them and honestly i was so fired up because i had a chance to go to a lot of their other meetings and hear about the influence that they have the marketing that they have the brand and i started thinking about the role that sports and a brand like the NFL has had on my life and on our communities, I got so jacked up that night. I went and wrote a whole presentation about how I was going to work with the NFL to create a brain health program for the communities where they were based about dealing with the tackles of life. So it was just like proactively, how can we build brain health and performance in our communities, not putting down the NFL whatsoever, not talking about concussions, just like being an advocate. And I got shut down so fast on that. Idea. And, and even afterwards, when I started talking to other people about it, and they were like, oh, the NFL does not want to talk about brain health. Mm. And I just thought, what a missed opportunity because I can't think of anyone better positioned to say, you know, not that we're taking blame for brain health issues, but we're going to use our voice to proactively teach these people. Unfortunately, I meet mean, so many former players who are now alumni who've had their brain scans but have never had it discussed with them. Mm, So they basically check a box and say, oh, you're fine, but they're not saying, well, here's what you could do better. Here's, you know, the whole person, how we could really help you live a brain-healthy life. So I think there's a huge opportunity. I hope that they will be open to it at some point, but I'm not holding my breath.
2: Okay, so you go out and speak a lot. Is that part? Well, obviously, with this past year, you couldn't go out and do a lot of anything, Mm but uh, did you make the transformation uh, for a while to Zoom? speeches and uh is, is it something that you sort of go i want 20 speeches a year or, or i mean you know what i mean like with me with gigs i look at the forty-five, fifty number rather than 150 oh. what it used to be and uh and that's sort of my number so for you you know first of all do you love it is it an important part of your uh of your message and teachings and how often do you want to do it and and do you do it you
3: know i i Never wanted to be a speaker either. So funny. So I was an accidental athlete and then kind of an accidental speaker. My two biggest fears were public speaking and flying. And I started working for this company called the Human Performance Institute where people would come to us and we would do these training programs. So it was perfect. We are basically working with a lot of athletes and, and elite um, executives and people. But I had this opportunity to start speaking. And, and I really got hooked the first time, probably a lot like being back on a stage when I was singing or acting or doing other things where there was this conversation with the audience. And for me, it was really about that deeper connection. I'm actually really shy and introverted, so I don't like social functions. That's why I latched on to your wife, by the way. I was like, "Here's a really cool person. She's going to be my wing woman, and now I'm not alone. Um, hmm. So there's words to meet her. but. You know, when you're speaking, you get to open up this conversation and then afterwards, the Q&A and people telling you their stories, it's just so powerful. Um so I did that, but for a while I was doing it so much, I totally burned out. I was home only a couple of days a month. And so I think like you, now I'm kind of trying to figure out what's the right balance. Um, for me, I also have to be learning all the time. So I'm actually getting a second PhD right now at Pepperdine while I'm teaching at Harvard Extension. Come
2: on, you're, you're back teach- in school? <laughs> oh
3: God. I still have never hit a hole in one, though. No. So.
2: Forget that. I'd. you kidding me? I mean, I'd like to be able to be able to focus enough to go back to school. It wouldn't work out. It'd be awful.
3: Well, I think it's. I think it's a matter of you got to find something you love, you really love, and like have that balance. So for me, it's studying something and speaking and teaching, but also having the right downtime. So this year for me, uh, to get back to your question. I actually was really fortunate because I was already doing a lot of educating online Mm -hmm. through Harvard Extension and through a lot of my virtual webinars. So that transition happened fast for for me. I was busier last year than I've ever been while also sick and dealing with my own depression and some changes in my life. It was an intense year. This year for me, it's really about just what you said. How much do I want to work? How much do I need to work? And what else am I going to build in? And that for me, golf has been the thing. I've always loved golf. I've spoken to the PGA Tour before too, which is amazing. I've got lots of friends who are golfers. Um, and this relationship with Mark has been really great because we both love to golf. We're both competitive enough. Um, but it gives me something to do. I'm not good at taking downtime and just sitting around doing nothing. Right. I love being out on the golf course, being out in nature, being with people, being social. Um, so it's, it's a good balance. So now we're, we're trying to kind of figure out our schedules because we live in two different places of uh, you know what are some of those events by like doors that we can go to together and kind of get a little bit of all of that, get some social time, get some time right. outside, do something good for our community, and it's it's going to be a really special year. It's just still figuring out that love
2: that
3: balance and rhythm.
2: Well, and fall madly and more madly and madly in love as we go. Anyway, we're <laughs> we're with the doc right now, Dr. Heidi Hanna. Hey, you do get to play DJ today. We are the birthplace of American music. Visit Mississippi.org as you, you have heard me say over and over is very special to my heart so many wonderful things to do right here also you're in the keep mississippi beautiful studio that's important to me as well pay attention to your surroundings get on to anybody that throws trash out just get on to them all right we are the birthplace of american music like i said would you like to hear into the break let's go bobby gentry or faith hill
3: is it you asking me yeah i guess to decide. Yeah. let's have faith
2: It's a big decision. All right. Faith, Mississippi girl. Both are Mississippi girls. Be right back. I'm Steve Azar with Dr. Heidi Hammond.
0: There's a lot to take in and a lot to hear from all across the Magnolia State. And the foremost spot for Mississippi News is supertalk.fm
6: selling tractor Mahindra available at the tractor store in Richland. My name is Larry Warren, Warren & Warren Asphalt Paving. Larry, we've seen new asphalt companies
1: coming into the area. What's the difference between them and what Warren & Warren
6: offers? Well, first of all, Warren & Warren will be here with you now and after the job is done. These other people, you don't know where their home office is. If they're from out of town. Do they have a tax ID number? Do they pay taxes in the state of Mississippi? That's the biggest problem. Do they have anything with the Better Business Bureau? You look into it a little further, you may find out that they're not even listed with the Better Business Business Bureau. Everybody is different. If a person beats us on a bid, most of the time it's because you're not comparing apples to apples. They're not doing the exact same thing that we're doing. And we stand behind our work and we're going to be here. And we do all kinds of work. Anything from a patch job to a million dollar job doesn't make any difference. People can call me at any time. They can call my telephone number 601-270-4637 or my office number 601-736-1203. We still do not do highway work
5: and never
1: Rogers Dabs Chevrolet is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. New Chevrolets, great pre-owned vehicles, and excellent fleet department, all backed by an award-winning service department. That's Rogers Dabbs Chevrolet, Crossgates Brandon, or RogersDabs.com. In the metro area, the houses talk.
4: Hey Jan, how's it going today?
5: Hey Barney. You're not sold yet? No, my shutters need replacing, my floors need unbuckling, my boudoirs need updating.
4: Well my person called Will White with the price and Will White said the price was right. No updating, no nothing. I'm sold as of tomorrow. Call Will White. He buys houses 601 401 4323. 601
5: 401 4323. Or online at homebuyersms.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Consistent heavy rain falling in northern parts of the state over the past few days are responsible for flooding. But the National Weather Service says that pattern is changing.
6: I think overall from the South Delta through the Mid-Delta and then up in North Mississippi. And in overall, it's probably in between 10 and 20 inches of rain total from, from all the couple of days of rainfall.
5: MEMA Director Stephen McCraney is monitoring
6: this situation. We've got some numbers in, about 76 homes that have uh, got two that have some major damage, but the rest of them are minor and affected. Uh, that means it, it could be just access to the home. The roads might have been cut out. Uh, the public uh, uh, side of it, we're looking at uh, blowouts of culverts, uh, some highways, some bridge yep. damages and whatnot.
5: For the latest Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or online at supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Ben.
1: Join MEC members and state leaders at the 71st MEC annual meeting on Wednesday, June 16th at the Jackson Convention Complex. This in-person event will bring MEC members from across Mississippi together again to share in networking, an engaging morning session, and an exciting luncheon. Participants will hear from Governor Tate Reeves and other leaders discussing important topics affecting Mississippi businesses and citizens. Register today at MEC.MS.
0: In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi.
2: I'm in a hurry. One hell of a hurry. I know you're there. Dr. Heidi, Hannah. Heidi, Heidi. Heidi, Heidi, Heidi. Anyway, I'm Steve Azar. You're in a Mississippi (laughs) Minute. Visit mississippi.org, is your destination. Check it out. Uh, Come see my country trail marker here. We just put one up for Johnny Cash's song um, in Starkville where he got arrested for watering the flowers. And if I'd have known that I could have gotten my own country trail marker for that, I'd have done it a long time ago. But anyway, uh, Marty Stewart was with me. He sang. He played on Johnny's guitar. Uh, It was an incredible day for Mississippi. So check out our country music trail system, our blues trail system, all right here in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. I'm Steve Azar. Okay, Doc. With Heidi Hanna, tell me, let, let's dig back right now. I'll, I've had a few doctors on, the psychologists, psychiatrists here and there. And I love asking the question because everybody's got sort of a similar answer, but they have some, they go in different directions. And tell me, why is it that our kids of today, there just seems to be so much more anxiety than we had as kids or, or at least it's there in the forefront or they're not afraid to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Maybe we were. Did we have the same amount? Is social media a huge part of it? I'm going to shut up and listen now.
3: <laughs> well, um, for a long time, I did not want to focus on this because I don't want to demonize anything. There are a lot of factors, uh, layers and layers and layers. And I think at this point, the more I research it, the more I'm confident that the biggest thing is the pace of change when it comes to technology and the access to information and the access to connection and the nonstop being on. It is just overstimulating to to all of us. And I think, I mean, I cannot even imagine growing up, with everything being available to put onto the internet, with your every move being watched and videos and photos, and I mean, I think back to my years at Penn State, where I was still trying to sing, and a lot of times late at night after a few too many beers, and I'm not sure I would have the career I have now if there was social media and and streaming and all of that. So that's a lot of pressure, um, and and I actually teach at a wonderful organization called the Digital Wellness Institute. And just, you know, the last couple of years learning more about this, that social media and technology can be used for good, absolutely. It's really why we're using it, how we're using it, how much. It's almost like the nutrition. You know, if you have a 24-7 drip of glucose or sugar into your bloodstream, that is not healthy for you. Um, You've got to get the right quantity and the right quality and you've got to have downtime and balance and it's just it's literally nonstop. and to see kids throw temper tantrums and their iPads taken away it's um it's scary there's no doubt there's an addiction happening there just like we have addictions to food alcohol sex gambling all that kind of stuff but in this case there's social comparisons happening um it's just it's it's a lot, and our nervous system can't handle being on 24-7. So that was one of the reasons I wrote about stressaholics was just realizing that relaxing is actually really uncomfortable until you train yourself to be able to do it. And then it's actually wonderful, but it's it's uncomfortable for a while. My guess is based on what you're saying and, and challenge paying attention that totally chilling out might be tough for you. Is that the case, are you pretty good at it?
2: Well, well' say it one more time I'm sorry I missed the final question
3: chilling out <laughs> oh
2: chilling out yeah I've for gotten you. better. Yeah. no no listen easy for you? I, well I love working you know I watched my mom and dad work their whole lives and they they just yeah. seem to love it I love writing songs and going and playing live and it's never uh it's never a question once you get there so I love to be working I love working on another project I love mentoring the next generation and then we received some incredible knowledge. If you open your mind up to the new generation, even though they may not be as crafty, um, there's something that they always have to offer. So they're keeping the older guys, you know, they're giving us, it's, it's a mutual give and take. So I, yeah. I accept that and I welcome it. There's just so many things I'm doing as a music and culture ambassador to Mississippi. I love going and, and, you know, seeing the people and talking to folks and celebrating who we are. Um, if it wasn't for Mississippi and the, the Delta where I grew up, there's no way I ever write my first song. I was definitely a, uh, and I was definitely a, uh, you know, it was in the water. It was not genetic. I always yeah. say that. So I was a victim in a good way of my surroundings and it has yeah. changed my life and, uh, and the folks I've met. I'm so grateful for where I grew up. So yeah. no, I, yes, the answer is I do know how to chill, but sometimes I have to go stop and go chill because i go 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 and then i forget that you have to do that you know now i have good time in the morning i have prayer time and i have uh Mm -hmm. you know a catholic good catholic boy says his rosary and uh and i love to just sort of meditate for about 10 or 15 minutes in the morning have my coffee i've already worked out that's always my first thing Mm -hmm. i work out first thing and um it's not a pretty workout and it's not over strenuous (laughs) like it needs to be but it's what I've done for many years, and uh, I have to do more of that now. I have to do a little longer than I like. I don't like working yeah. out at all. Uh, so That's those obvious. are things that I do on the way, you know, in there. Okay, what about um, – I want to jump to something real quick because I'm I'm reading something huh? online. You're on the board of Blessings oh. in a Backpack. I was with Doug Meyer. I played few, quite a few rounds of oh, golf wow. with Doug, and there was the guy yeah. that I met in the room. We were together. It was from Louisville, I think, the founder. Yeah. And, And I love, I love this program. You know, just, are you still involved? And tell the folks about it because it's a no-brainer.
3: Well, I'm actually not on the board anymore, but I'm a huge fan of what they're doing. And in fact, the last board meeting I went to was in Louisville. It was the first time I've been there. It was awesome. We went to a golf tournament. I actually met um, and connected with Lessons in the Backpack through my friend Justin Rose and his wife, Kate. So Kate was on the board um, Justin's a golfer. I think he's like the only one with a gold medal at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of cool story, um, but a, an amazing program because what they do is they provide food for kids who are subsidized during the week, so they're getting government-funded food while they're at school. But when they go home, they often don't have anything nutritious to eat. So it's a backpack program. There's several backpack programs out there, uh, but one of the reasons I got involved with Blessings was because. <clears throat> This idea of blessings in a backpack, I just felt like there's so many other things that can fit into that. So my role, because I have a background in nutrition, was to see, could we get the most nutritious food at the lowest price? Because a lot of times in these programs, we're giving kids food, quote unquote food, but it's really just processed sugar and starch, and it's not good to their brain. But with a couple of really small adjustments, you can actually make sure they're getting a little bit of healthy protein, healthy fat, those types of things, which are better for brain development. So I still try to stay involved. Um, I left the board at the time, just kind of like what you were saying. I'm involved with so many different things. But I think, um, you know, programs like that are so important, and especially, I would say, at a community level. I think sometimes we get these big kind of global and national programs, and we feel disconnected. But... This is a really good time, especially as things are opening back up, to find out about those types of programs in your community and ways that we can creatively work to really be a blessing and share blessings with with our communities and youth.
2: Well, Doctor, you know, the one thing that just, just, it was so inspirational to walk out of there, but when I was sitting there and they were telling everybody, first of all, the, the backpacks are not... Uh, they're different, you know. They so people won't go. Yeah. Oh, that's somebody that's, that's starving over the weekend. So they, the backpacks right. are all different. You know, it's like a regular. You, you don't know that somebody's picking up food. Also, I can't right. believe the percentage of kids that don't have food over the weekend. That was shocking to me.
3: Yeah, shocking. Yeah, and think about. Unfortunately, that's one of the big issues with you know COVID and schools closing. Is it's not just the kids aren't getting that social. Time together, but that's for a lot of kids where they get their best nutrition, and then they're hungry all weekend long. So mm. again, I think especially at community level, um, there's a lot more that we can be doing. And and blessings is actually the charity of choice that I had at the NFL alumni or at the annual meeting. Um, and so a lot of times if people are doing events, it's a great thing for the corporations that I'm working with to have some sort of give back program and you can actually be hands-on and you know put the backpacks together and take them to the schools and be involved and see where you're going which can be really helpful
2: with dr heidi hannah and she's making me feel better than i deserve today i'm steve azar you're in the keep mississippi beautiful studio visit mississippi.org as i preach and sing i'm gonna start singing visit mississippi.org. anyway we'll be right back
5: i'm steve azar number <laughs>
2: This is Steve Azar, and my friends at Guarantee Bank are excited to introduce contactless debit cards. These contactless debit cards can make checking out quick and easy. The tap-and-go process is quicker than inserting a chip card, and way faster than using cash. How do you get your new contactless card? Well, it'll automatically be mailed to you when your debit card expires, or you can contact your local branch. Go to GBTonline.com to find out more. Guarantee Bank, member FDIC.
0: From the coast to the delta and all points in between, the stories of your Mississippi. All 82 counties are heard here with Supertalk Mississippi News. What happens? Why does it happen? And how will it affect you, your family, and your bottom line? From the capital to your county, we bring you the most important stories from all across the state. Stay here and stay informed. Supertalk Mississippi News, online at supertalk.fm.
1: No drip roofing in construction. The name says it all. Whatever Mother Nature can dish
4: out, no drip roofing in construction can take care of it. With no deposits up front required. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051.
7: This is Brent Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Gludstadt, just south of Germantown High. Callaway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful from trees, shrubs, and color plants to bulk soils for delivery and pickup. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture, with all the new 2021 collections in stock and arriving. A farmer's market is open, full of fresh fruits, vegetables, and local honey, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's will have farm fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's offers bulk soils for delivery and pickup. We also offer landscaping. Our designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape from a small job to a total transformation. Just give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Visit Callaways in Gladstone on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High.
5: Callaways is Callaways is everything for home and garden. That's what Callaways is.
4: The best made to order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769 208 8283. Once again, 769 208 8283. Confidence, peace of mind, a way forward. During tough times, these are the things we all want. And with the personalized help of a Trustmark relationship manager, it's something we can find together. That's why Trustmark is standing by business owners. No matter what challenges you may be facing, we are here with a suite of financial services to help you find a path forward. Learn more at trustmark.com business.
0: Mississippi minute with Steve Azar right here on super talk, Mississippi
2: with Dr. Heidi Hanna and we are rolling down a Mississippi minute. Visit mississippi.org is your next destination. Check it out. So many wonderful things to do right here in our glorious state. You're in the keep Mississippi beautiful studio and Hey doctor, let's, let's talk about a quick, we got a short segment left, uh, all you, give me a quick synopsis of your seven books. Which one was your first bestseller? Uh, and uh, you know, it takes a lot of time to write a book. And then I wanted to ask you about your podcast.
3: Well, so my first book, I actually don't talk a lot about, but I'm going to have to. Yeah, uh, you do. I'm going to update. I'm gonna have to update it for a couple reasons. So my first book is called Relax Your Shadow. And I wrote it after my dissertation, which is about stress management and weight management. I've struggled with my weight my whole life. Um, i I've got the COVID 15, almost 20 now that I've put on since this whole mess and I'm working on getting it off. So it's, it's one of those that I kind of wrote quickly. I didn't really even consider myself a writer at the time, but it's a topic that keeps coming back up. And so my focus is really on the, the mind-body connection, and especially around food. I mean, it's times when, you know, we're emotionally eating or we're not moving as much as we could or we're drinking too much or whatever it might be. Um, so I'm actually going to be doing more podcast discussions on that in particular, more writing about that in particular, because I also like to just be able to share, hey, this is something that I struggle with too, and just because you have all the answers or most of the answers doesn't mean that you do it right. That's, uh, that's the gap between what we yeah. know and what we do. Um, And then, you know, my my biggest, I had a number two New York Times bestselling book called The Shark Solution, and really that was my my first big effort at being heard about something I was so passionate about, which was brain health. Because I've had three grandparents who had been diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease, I had struggled with my panic disorder, Um, so I really wanted to better understand the brain and put the research into terms that people could really understand and apply right away. So that book was meant to be a very practical guide for people who want to have kind of a daily plan for how to have a healthier brain. So that's still what I focus on now. I'm, you know, as I mentioned, working on my next PhD and a new dissertation about positive adaptability. So I'm doing research on that, and, you know, it's all pretty pretty nerdy wow. stuff. But wow,
1: your next PhD.
3: Getting getting on the golf course more, which will be more fun. And then um, I did have a podcast. I have a Stress Mastery podcast right now. I've taken it to primarily LinkedIn Live. So I have um, okay. four courses on LinkedIn. Uh, several of them are free, actually, right now. LinkedIn has made them free during uh, COVID to support people. So I'm doing mostly that. And then, you know, Mark Mark and I are working on his podcast MVP talks, And that's evolving, too, where I'm going to be more involved with that. So looking forward to seeing where that journey leads us. And I have to tell you real quickly, when he interviewed me, he started singing. I don't know if you saw that podcast yet, but when you have him on, you've got to get him to sing with you.
2: Oh, I'm excited. Mark's a singer, too?
3: Yeah. <laughs> uh, <it's> a, yeah. <laughs> if you call it that. He, I, I took him to a film a TV show that I was doing, and I had to leave for a little while. I came back. He was on stage with the band. Uh, live on TV, so. I love it. I'll
1: leave it at that. Love I it
2: love it. I love it. Well, I I feel like I'm a songwriter first and an entertainer second, and then you know the good Lord did give me a very awesome. unique voice, but I don't know. Sometimes I question it. Okay, Doctor Heidi Hanna, I have really enjoyed this interview. Okay, tell tell folks how they can get your books.
3: The easiest place to find me is just HeidiHanna.com um i am as i mentioned on social media linkedin's probably the best place to connect and if you let me know you heard me on the show that helps me know and and i love connecting with people there um but yeah see when i when we were there i know you mentioned this and this whole time you keep talking about mississippi i've never been i've been to almost every state in most countries i know and i think i'm saving the best for last
2: you know um i'm blessed and obviously like i said i'm a I am a victim of my surroundings in the most beautiful way in the world. And I am i wouldn't change it for anything. Okay, we're going to have you down soon, so I'm going to take you on the whole run. But what about uh, folks, can they go online? And obviously, you don't have an H on the end of your name. It's H-E-I-D-I, that's right. Hannah without an H, two Ns, yes. dot com. Is that the best way to find you?
3: Yep, that's the best way to find me, um, for sure. And going to be doing some updates there as things start to... To change around a little bit, it's going to be a year of a lot of um, a lot of good, positive changes. Focusing more on what's most important to me, and I think that'll be reflected on the website as well.
2: Folks can reach out to you that way if they want to book you for a speech or something like that, right?
3: Absolutely, yeah. There's a contact us section okay. there that people can connect.
2: Heidi Hannah, H E I D I H A N N A dot com. Check her out. Everybody, let her know that you heard us together chatting about. Me acting like my ridiculous self at times, and, and Heidi letting you know why she's a lot more interesting than me. And there you go.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and why I've got to get to Mississippi as soon as possible.
2: Yeah, I'm very upset about this. This is breaking my heart. Yeah. You know, we've actually got in yeah. Philadelphia, Philadelphia Central, I think as of a month ago, the number one girls fast pitch softball team in, the, in America. Oh, wow. They are good. Softball, fast-pitch softball down here in the Delta and in Mississippi in general is very good. So you'll have a a common thread right there. Well, thank you for spending a Mississippi Minute in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. Visit Mississippi.org is where Heidi's going to go, Dr. Heidi Hanna, my guest today, and check out all the wonderful things, and then I will map out your entire road trip, your entire visitation when you are here with us on Mm -hmm. hallowed Ground.
3: All
2: right. Thanks so so much, Heidi. I appreciate you.
3: Thanks. Bye-bye. Later.
2: I'm Steve Azar. In a Mississippi Minute, all 60 of them, where you can take your sweet time.
0: News happens fast. There's a lot to take in and a lot to hear from all across the Magnolia State. And the foremost spot for Mississippi News is Supertalk.fm. Your Mississippi News. On air and online. Supertalk.fm.